Hello, this is Pastor Mo, Senior Pastor at First Baptist Church of Broussard. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to these messages. My hope is that this sermon will be a benefit to your spiritual growth and that you will prayerfully take to heart the contents of this week's message. I also encourage you to pull up the accompanying sermon notes and follow along as you listen. If you have any questions or would like to follow up after the sermon, feel free to contact me or our staff here at First Baptist Broussard. May God bless you as we begin this week's sermon. Today is our annual prayer service. Uh, for the last several years, we've been uh, focusing one service a year. Now, we pray every service and pray every day, should be. But uh, a few years back, several years back, uh, I started uh, working on the Sunday of my anniversary. By the day, y'all endured 11 years of me uh, as a, well, actually, last Sunday. But uh, today begins Sunday 1 of the 12th year. So if y'all will stick around with me about another year and three months, I'll be the longest serving pastor here. So I, I could beat, beat Brother Bert Langley on that one, maybe, Lord willing. But uh, I realize myself that any effectiveness or anything that I can do is, is predicated upon prayer. I need your prayers. We as a church need your prayers. You need prayer. Our people around us need prayer. So on this anniversary, I, I want to put our priority on prayer. Each year we have a different theme that we work with. This year it is the armor of God. So if you want to turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, it's also in your insert along with a nice little soldier fellow there. Uh, of course it fits well with our theme of the song we just sung, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. Uh, that is... This passage really deals a good bit with that. So follow along with me as we will be praying from head to toe today uh, based upon the armor of God. Ephesians 6. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. And then again in verse 14, stand firm then. With these elements, the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness in place, and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. It's very clear that uh, the New Testament teaches, the apostles to teach it, and Jesus confirmed that we are to be a praying people. Praying people, even though we sometimes symbolize prayers by being on our knees, uh, really prayer is in order for you to stand, to stand firm. As we mentioned last week on our 4th of July service about how America, or the world too, but we're worried about America right now, that is 
becoming more and more an angry place, a place where people are attacked for their views and their values. But Satan has been doing that all along. The scripture says that Satan's like a roaring lion, roaming to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And then in this passage, he talks about how he's like shooting flaming missiles of temptations and troubles at us. Well, prayer is designed uh, for a lot of things. But one key element of prayer is to help us to spiritually stand firm so that we don't get washed away or blown away by the, the waves of the world of temptations, of fear, and of doubt. God wants us to stand firm. And we do that by praying with all our heart and soul and mind. So with that in mind, you'll see the different elements. There's six different parts of the armor. And this is sort of a, a replica of a Roman soldier. All the disciples and everybody that day recognized the only people with armor were the Roman soldiers. And so that was a symbol that people understood, they identified. So when Paul utilized this, he utilized a very common, well-known, and understood symbol. So we kind of have to kind of put that into our context. But it start, we, we're going to start, we, I'm not going to follow the exact chronological order of the scriptures there. Uh, they, they may be there in that order for a reason, but we're gonna, we, we do it from head to toe. And that's to kind of help us get that flow of thing. And it starts off with the helmet of salvation. Now, the helmet is does a lot of things. It protects us, but it also identifies. You know, if you have if you play with a football team or whatever, your football helmet identifies which team you're on. And it gives you identity and protection. So in a sense, the helmet of salvation is given to those who are on God's team. And it's given to you. And the first thing for us is to pray is, is that we pray and thank God for salvation and that we're his child. I think all of us realize none of us deserve it. It's a grace gift. But God has given us salvation and it, it, it protects us. and It gives us not only present protection, but eternal life protection. Once we have that helmet, it protects us and guides us throughout eternity. But it also is symbolic of the mind of Christ. Now, each one of these six elements, I will have something that says something of Christ because Christ is our key and our element in this. In our, we pray in the authority and in the name of Christ. So this one is the helmet of salvation is, the, is to help us to have the mind of Christ. If we're going to be authentic and genuine followers of Christ, people of prayer, then we need to have the mind of Christ. That means we need to read the word. We need to, to think we need to pray and ask for God to fill us with that wisdom and insight and direction. Of what we're doing. Now, in, in each one of these elements, we're going to have different people come down and lead us in our prayer. Brother Claude is going to come first and lead us in our prayer uh, concerning the mind of Christ, the helmet of salvation, and thanking Him for that. So, if you would please bow your heads, close your eyes. Uh, Brother Claude, as you come, you can use this mic. right young age of 10 years old, I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I've been a Christian 64 years. 
But I want to thank you, Lord, for my salvation. Of course, I thank him all the time. I received it in a new and fresh way from you, O Lord. And I declare to you, Heavenly Father, that nothing can separate me now from the love of Christ and the place I shall ever have in your kingdom. And I look forward to that day, Heavenly Father, when I will be able to worship you at your feet. Remind me that nothing can separate me from your love and that I've been saved by grace. Thank you for your grace, Heavenly Father. Through your precious Son, Jesus. In your grace, help me to say no to all ungodliness and worldly passions and to live a self-controlled, upright, and godly life. Keep, keep my mind free from worry and from being controlled by my own plans, which come into play a lot, Lord. I just pray that you help me in that weakness and strengthen me, O Lord. Instead, I ask for a mind of Christ. Thank you for promising me salvation, both for today's battles and for all eternity. Indeed, Heavenly Father, I'm grateful to you for this church here that has been instrumental in helping me to grow and mature as a Christian and for the opportunity to share your precious word with those who have a listening ear and who want to know more about salvation, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, you, Heavenly Father, and the things that they can do to be a witness and a servant for you. Forgive me, O Lord, for my failures and help me to be a better man. And I pray this in the strong, precious name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. 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 So the helmet of salvation, which symbolizes the mind of Christ. That's where our power, our resource starts, is with Christ dwelling and moving within us. Now the second part of our prayer armor is the breastplate of righteousness. Now, this breastplate obviously protects the vital organs, and it, it has this idea of the righteousness of Christ. It says the breastplate of righteousness. It's not your righteousness. It's not my righteousness. Because the scripture says our righteousness, well, really can be compared to dirty rags compared to Christ. Personally, I pray the arm of God every day or nearly every day. And I recognize and I thank God that, said, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your righteousness. Because I know I am not. But I claim your righteousness. And we ask God to help search our hearts. Uh, to see if there's any uncleanliness there. To confess any sins. And then I claim Christ's righteousness. So that I will not allow Satan or my own the other little voice of, of fear in my head that tries to tell me, oh, well, you're not worthy, or you can't do that, or, be, you know, don't worry about that. But God has given us strength. He's given us courage. And this breastplate of righteousness is vital for us. Now, before I ask our prayer to come up, I'd like to give us a chance. If you would, go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. We're going to have a little time of confession. Now, those of us who are saved, our sins are forgiven, past, present, future, according to heaven's ledger books. But it's obvious that all of us make mistakes. 
we fall, we have wrong attitudes, we sin. It's sort of like this, in the scriptures when Jesus said, I want to wash your feet because it symbolizes salvation. And Peter said, wash my whole body. He said, no, you don't, once, if you've been washed, you don't need your whole body, just your feet. So symbolically, we, we want to get our feet washed today. We want to be clean before the Lord. So I'm just going to give you a few moments to honestly and openly ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you any past or present sins, failures, difficulties, pride, selfishness. And then just ask Christ to come in, wash it away, and claim that righteousness of Christ. We placed it. So take a few moments right now. Let's confess. head still bowed and eyes closed I'm going to ask Miss Eula Ozine to come up and lead us in this prayer voice our prayer for a desire for righteousness and cleanliness before the Lord Miss Eula Matthew 5 6 says Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. God's armor, the breastplate of righteousness. Apart from you, there is no righteousness. But through Jesus, we have been born again and made righteous in your sight. Father God, we long to be righteous, and we thank you for sending your Son to give it to us. Help us to realize that we are righteous if we only Surrender ourselves completely to Jesus. We cannot do righteous, Lord. We can only receive it. Holy Spirit, burn that truth into us. Let it bring about the spiritual poverty that is then instantly filled with the righteousness of Christ. We like nothing, including righteousness, when we surrender our lives to you, Lord. Remove any pride in our hearts that would keep us from totally surrendering to you, Father. Thank you for the freedom that comes with giving our lives to you, Lord Jesus. And Father God, we, we pray all of these things in the most holy, precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. So the helmet reminds us of the mind of Christ. The breastplate reminds us of the uh, righteousness of Christ. And then our third part is the belt of truth. Uh, this is idea in the ancient days, as you can kind of tell, it was used to have the idea of girding and of pulling together. And it's a, a strong foundation in a sense. And of course, it's symbolic of truth, the truth of Christ. As we think of, of all that Christ has done for us to guide us, it helps us to, uh, have a, uh, to, to know that we need to be true in all our ways. 
be true based upon the truth of God's Word. We need to seek to speak the truth in love, to live in love in every aspect of that. It also has the idea of sort of holding things together and the, an idea of having truth to guide you in controlling your emotions. I, when I pray this, I usually pray, Lord, gird me with your truth so that I will not fall to fear or doubt or anger or frustration or immoral thoughts or fears to help me to, to stand firm and to know that you have me strong and true and to, to have control of that and be strong with that. So I pray for you that you will have the belt of truth and acknowledge the truth of Christ within you, the spirit of truth living within you, and to control guide. I'd like to ask one of our church members and drummer, uh, Paul Buswell, if he will come up and lead us in this prayer. So let's bow our heads. Lord, I put on the belt of truth. I choose a lifestyle of honesty and integrity. Show me the truth I so desperately need today. Expose the lies that I'm not even aware that I believe. May your truth rule, the, rule in my heart and be in my mind and on my lips today. Thank you, my Lord, for showing me the truth about yourself, your plans, and your ways. Thank you for reminding me that you are the only God, the creator of heaven and earth, the king of the universe, my father who loves me, my shepherd who leads me. Please help me to see the truth about myself and the situations around me through the mirror of your scriptures. You are my wisdom, my counselor, my hope, and my strength. You are everything I need each day. Amen. I'd like to add, after my 20 years of public service of police, fire, and medic, if people would actually choose to live a lifestyle of honesty and integrity and with Jesus in their heart, the world would be a better place. I pray today that God gives us the courage, strength, and the ability to live in his light and lead by example. Amen. 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 Thank you, Paul, for that. Well, the next part of the armor is the shield of faith. So we've got the helmet for of mind of Christ, the breastplate, the righteousness of Christ, the belt of the truth of Christ, and now the shield of faith, which is the protection of Christ. Uh, Satan is after us. He's seeking to uh, devour us, to bring trouble to our life. But by faith, we can claim the victory over Satan, over our fears, our, over our Addictions and worries and doubts and, and temptations. We can claim that victory. And we can move forward in faith. Claiming that faith and understanding that. And asking God with confidence. Since we have the mind of Christ already. And the righteousness of Christ. We can pray that this will be an additional part of the armor. To keep Satan from taking control or entering our life. Satan can, will continue to shoot arrows at you. But by faith in our prayer life, we can have uh, protection and guidance in all those ways. Now, we think about faith as this idea of victory and of protection. Part of that is, part of this is, is protection and healing in our lives. 
We've, we do this each year a couple different times. Uh, I believe God is a God who still heals. God who still does miracles. But he does it in his way and according to his will. So what we have to we, do today is if you would just bow your heads. And I'd like to ask you to, uh, if you have something in your life that you'd like some, uh, one of our deacons to come pray with you about. Whether it's a, your marriage could use some healing, your finances could use some healing, maybe just your mind and your thought life could use some healing. Finances are, maybe it's physical healing. We believe that God can heal. He still heals. And by faith, we claim that. Now, we don't always know the timing of it. and That's where faith comes in. Faith allows us to enable to boldly ask of the Lord. But faith also humbly realizes that it's his will. Thy will be done is what we should pray. But if you would like some, one of our deacons to come pray with you, with everybody's heads are bowed, eyes closed, would you just stand up where you are for whatever reason? can be for any of those reasons. Would you stand up and I'd like to ask our deacons to stand up and, and remain standing? Uh, and if you're in the middle of the aisle, maybe kind of move out uh, of the pew, move out to the pews so that we can do that. So just stand up where you are and our deacons will come pray with you. With our heads still bowed, I'd like to ask Miss Daisy Green to come and voice our prayer over the shield of faith and the protection of Christ and all that he means to us. Ms. Daisy. Shield of faith. I have faith that God looks down upon me, that the Holy Spirit is within me, and that Jesus Christ walks beside me. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God. Jesus, I live the, I, I live the confidence that you are good against every lie and assault of the enemy. You have good in store for me. Nothing is coming today that can overcome me because you are with me. May I take you at your word concerning promises about the present and the future. Promises of everlasting love, abundant life, and so much more. Thank you for helping me have faith in you. I choose to count on everything you have shown me about yourself and everything you have promised me in your word. Help me to trust you and believe that you are always with me. Help me. Oh Lord, to have strong faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The next part of the armor of prayer is the sword of the Spirit. Now the sword of the Spirit, I'm calling that the Word of Christ. Now I know it says sword of the Spirit, but if you remember in the uh, New Testament, Jesus said that, Behold, I am sending you another comforter, Holy Spirit. He will not speak of himself, but he will speak the words that I have. So when we pray and we ask the Holy Spirit's guidance and his word, we're really asking for the word of Christ to dwell within us. Now remember, if we already have the mind of Christ, the righteousness of Christ, and the, uh, protection, the belt of truth of Christ, and the protection of Christ, 
then his word will reign supreme in our life, will bring truth, will bring hope. We need to, as you think of the, the sword, the hilt of it, holding on to it, we need to hold on to the sword, which is really, we could say that is the Bible. It's the sword of God, the sharper than any two-edged sword. It is symbolic of the word of Christ, the word of God that, is, that we have contained here. Hold on to that word. Pray for the Spirit to give you guidance and wisdom and let the mind of Christ bear upon that Scripture. And then your prayers should be based upon the Word of God. That's why it's important that you read Scripture and that try to memorize it or have at least some Scriptures that you can use. Write them down and so that you can pray these Scriptures and claim the hope and the joy of these things. I'd like to ask uh, one of our... Uh, youth Gentry, Gentry, you're here. That you come on down and lead us. Let's bow our heads and, and close our eyes as Gentry leads us in this sort of the spirit. In Deuteronomy uh, 3:22, the Bible says, "Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God Himself will fight for you." That's why he's saying we must try to memorize scriptures uh, from the Bible so we can use these words to strike down, well, not really strike down, but be able to combat our enemies that try to come towards us. So, Lord, may your Holy Spirit reign in my life and bring to my mind just the right Bible verses to be in my heart and on my lips. May I be filled with your spirit and ready with scripture as you were, Jesus, when the devil tempted you. Holy Spirit, show me specifically today the truths of the Word of God that I will need to counter the snares of the enemy. Bring them to my mind throughout the day, and thank you so much for the scriptures you have given me to memorize. Please show me which ones you want me to use to cut through the deceptions and gain your victory in any battle I may face today and in my future. Amen. Amen. All right, the last but certainly not least is the shoes of the gospel of peace. Remember, we're going from head to toe. Uh, the mind of Christ, the uh, righteousness of Christ, the truth of Christ, the protection of Christ, and the word of Christ, and now the peace of Christ. Now, the word shoes technically is not in the Greek. It says, uh, make sure your feet are fitted or shod with the readiness of the gospel of peace. But we know what you fit or you shod your feet with. If, unless you're a horse, you have, you have shoes. So we think of shoes, and these are, would be something similar to what a Roman soldier would have. You can see there are uh, a real firm and uh, strong leather, which makes them flexible so they're not, they can move and, and have good understanding. There's airflow. And then underneath it, they're like cleats. If you play soccer or football, baseball, the cleats that you wear, they were cleated so that you could get a good grisp grip and what you do. But the idea of shoes throughout the gospel and throughout the Old Testament has the idea of doing something. You put shoes on to do something. You don't put shoes on just to sit around the house. So the idea is that we need to have a readiness to share the gospel. As we talk about a lot of times, you've heard the phrase, you know, make your peace with God and the peace of Christ within us. That's really what salvation is, is bringing us peace, bringing the peace of Christ into our lives. So we need to pray, be ready to know God's word and make a commitment to put on the shoes of the gospel peace that we can go out 
and share the peace of Christ. Share the good news. Pray for people who are not Christians. Well, first of all, I'd like to ask you to go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. And I want you to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you one, two, maybe three people that's in your family or school or your workplace or network around you that you're not sure of their salvation. You, you don't believe they're saved. I want you to, in your mind, just lift them up to the Lord and pray that the helmet of salvation will come down upon them and they will receive Christ. Will you pray for those right now? Lift up those names. Now, it's one thing to lift up the names, but it's another to put on the shoes of the gospel of peace and commit to stepping out and you sharing your faith and the peace of God with him. If you're willing to do that, pray right now. Say, Lord, help me with the power of your spirit. Help me to be brave, faithful, share the good news on a consistent daily basis. Maybe name those people again saying, Lord, help me to reach so-and-so. continue in a spirit of prayer. I want to ask one of our church members who are consistently putting on the shoes of the gospel of peace and specifically are getting their feet ready to go across the ocean to Africa. I'd like to ask Pam Verdreen to come down. Then I'd like to ask Ms. Diane Hernandez and her class if you will come around and surround her. We're going to pray for her so come on down Pam. Right here her class members. Pam, if you'll stand right here by the microphone here in the center, and then let those kind of circle around her. And Diane, if you will come and lead us in a prayer commissioning for her, and then voice a prayer for us uh, for the shoes of the gospel of peace. Let's pray. Father, Pam and this mission team uh, travel to Uganda. We pray for travel mercies, for their safety, for health and good health, so that they have the stamina and the strength to do what you are sending them to do. As the gospel is shared with the people there, I just pray that the Holy Spirit opens the hearts of those who are hearing, that they would accept you as their Lord and Savior and come to a saving grace in you. Also, as the medical team ministers to the health needs, may your love just shine through that, and may the people there just see you working in the medical team that is, is working. Just in all they do, Lord, what they say, what they do, 
your reactions, let them just share and let them just shine forth your love and let all be, have glory brought to you. In your precious name we pray. Okay, and the shoes of peace. May I reflect the gospel in my words and actions that through me, with my every encounter, others may step, one may be drawn one step closer to you. I do choose to live for the gospel at any moment. Show me where you are working and leave me to do it. This applies to all of us. Do not let us become slack in our walk. Thank you for the peace you give us when we trust and follow you. Show us how to find others find that peace. May we be willing and faithful in sharing the good news of peace that comes from trust in you. We pray for all the lost family members, friends, co-workers, and others that we encounter each day to come to a saving faith in you and receive the peace that passes all understanding. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, as we come to a close of this particular prayer model, I encourage you to consider praying daily the armor of God upon yourself, family, our church, and the community, and state around us. Maybe something that's been said today has been weighing heavy on your heart, and we want to have just a time of invitation, commitment time, a response time to just really reflect. So if you would again bow your heads, close your eyes. If you're a believer here today, a Christian already, thank God for your salvation. Claim that in every part of the armor. Commit to being a soldier of the cross. A soldier who sacrifices, who loves, who serves, who's ready to answer the call. Will you make that commitment? Maybe you won't come pray in the altar. Maybe you won't come rededicate your life. Or maybe you want to say it's time to join this church or to, I've been saved, but I've never been baptized. But now is the time. could be that there's someone here who the prayer that you need to do is the prayer of salvation. You need to receive that helmet. You need to receive Christ. You need to repent. If you're willing to do that, all you have to do is, with all your heart, confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. If you'd like to receive Christ, would you just in your mind or out loud either one say this prayer with me dear God I thank you for loving me I thank you for Jesus dying on the cross because I realize that I am a sinner I need forgiveness and I'm asking for forgiveness I'm turning my back to the world and walking with you Come into my heart. Cleanse me. Bring the armor to my life. 
and I will serve you faithfully. Help me, Lord. I'm not perfect. I don't know how I'm going to do this. But with your help and power, I believe. In Jesus' name. This is Pastor Moke again. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this sermon. Maybe something you've heard in the message or read in the notes has challenged your thinking about your faith. If so, our staff is here to help in whatever way we can. Or if you prefer, check out the Faith Life tab located on our homepage at www.fbcbroussard.com. There you can find answers about salvation, spiritual growth, and getting plugged into a local church. And don't forget to check out the other sermons in this series as well. May God bless you.